Hey there, beautiful people. It is Phil here again. Thank you for tuning in. And today, what we're going to do today is about me speaking to you in regards to a certain hypnotist slash hypnotherapist and not necessarily one of the founders, but one of the very heavy influences in the hypnosis field, especially in America. And um, if any of you are doing trainings with me, this is actually really important because uh, Dr. A.M. Kranz... Kresner, sorry. I keep saying Kranzner. Kresner uh, is who we... We use his uh, techniques to take you through the two-day uh, practitioner course. So by going through his methods, it, teach you, it teaches you a very, very simple... Uh, eight to nine steps. I put nine steps in, but it's usually eight steps um, in regards to the best way to then not just be able to treat uh, clients and help people out, but also just a really good way of understanding hypnosis. And what I love about this is he was traveling around in the 1960s, um, just after sort of Milton Erickson. If you don't know who Milton Erickson is, um, Stop everything we're doing. Go on to Google. He's one of the grandfathers of hypno, hypno, and just, just lap up everything you can find of him. He's just amazing. One of my many, many idols and man crushes when it comes to hypnosis. But anyway, so we're we're talking about Krasner today, and what I'm going to go through is just really how he did what he did, and how it uh it, it transfers over into our practitioner course which is, again, it's a weekend course, and he was a big believer in these weekend courses. So he would, um, after he was finishing practicing, he went into teaching, and this was the time where it was sort of a lot of old doctors teaching hypnotherapy, and it was there was a lot of diplomas and a lot of higher stature people doing it, and he went against the grain with everything and was travelling around the States for many, many, many years doing a... a, a two-day seminar and certifying people in uh in hypnosis and all the doctors were like you can't you can't do that you can't teach people hypnotherapy and hypnosis in in a couple of hours and his rebuttal to that was well if i um if i try really hard i'm sure i could stretch it out to two days and so i i love the way he went against the grain there and the way he just he really settled into his own morals and his own beliefs and created something amazing. He was also the founder of the American Board of Hypnotherapy in 1982. Now, that's a big thing. That's That puts a really, really big piece of prestige on, on his head. I think the fact that he decided to have that and, and founded that institute so that though there was a standard there and he was able to help set that standard. So to me, that that's massive absolutely massive in what he did and I um I, I really really admire this guy and if you want to find a bit more information there's a book called The Wizard Within and that was one of his books and if you get a chance to read it by all means go out of your way find it on Amazon or or book depository or wherever you need to look for your books and and get that book and uh, lap that knowledge up especially if you if you're like me and hypno is just one of your biggest just loves and passions and like it's it's so much to me so please go get that book read it and thank me later pretty much but so the, the way uh the way Krasner worked things is he had as i said eight steps okay so with these eight steps i've 
popped an extra step in because I do it my own way, but obviously I'm very heavy, heavily influenced by his. Um, but there's just one thing I kind of like to do that's a bit different. But anyway, we're going to talk about his eight steps today and go through them, just give you a really good understanding. For all my students, this is super important that you do pay attention to this and that you you do get some idea because it's going to make the weekend where we do our petitioner course just so much easier by going through all this stuff. Anyway, okay, so the Krasner hypnosis method. Uh, eight steps, my way is nine. First step is demystify hypnosis. And that's really important because there's a lot of not necessarily false information about hypnosis, but there's a lot of stigma around it. And you, you see people watch really dodgy movies with people holding pendulums saying, you're now getting sleepy. And that's not necessarily the case at all. Hypnosis and the state of hypnosis is just a really, really relaxed state. And you go into hypnosis three or four times at least a day, or you go into trance three or four times a day without even realizing if you've ever been driving somewhere and then pulled up and you can't remember how you got there that's actually trance or have you been just watching tv and someone's been talking to you and you haven't even heard them again that's trance um when you're just automatically doing something without even thinking about it like you might miss a turn somewhere because you you're so used to going somewhere else that is again a form of trance and we go in and out of this trance many times a day and that that's the start of hypnosis right there so hypnosis is a very naturally occurring state that happens in many people okay so for you to understand that too you also need to understand that hypnosis is not mind control okay so now i'm going from demystifying hypnosis into explaining hypnosis what hypnosis is and what hypnosis isn't which is step two okay hypnosis is not mind control Okay, I'm a certified hypnotherapist, I'm a certified hypnotrainer. If I tell you right now to close your eyes, take a big deep breath in, and go step in front of a car, you're not going to do that because you are in complete control the whole time. Hypnosis is not mind control. Hypnosis is a therapist who's helping you get to where you need to be to fix the things you want to fix. So for instance, if I handed you the keys to my car and said, all right, let's jump in. I want you to drive me down to the shops. And you said, no, is that car going to move? Of course not. Okay. As a hypnosis, as a hypnosis, as a hypnotherapist, I guide you to where you need to be. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. I'm, you're doing it to yourself. I'm guiding you along the way. So it's not mind control. You're not going to then, you know, learn to kill people and do terrible things. Um, if you're really interested in that side of things, there was a segment, there's a thing on YouTube called MK Ultra, And that was something the CIA did many, many years ago to try and use hypnosis with a lot of other variables to try and create an assassin. And it just did not work. So that is, is not the reality of Hypnosis. It is a very relaxing state. It's a state of relaxation where the unconscious mind is, it's easier to communicate from the conscious mind into the unconscious mind and help you reset patterns and help you do different things. So it is not that. Okay. It is not mind control. All right. From there, after those two steps, there's the third step, which is an interview. Okay. And the interview is to help the therapist understand what's going on. So it's, it's first understanding the interview. It's it'll be things like it's the interest strategy. 
So, you know, tell me what has got you interested in hypnotherapy. Tell me why you've decided to take these side of things. It's leverage. So on a scale of one to 10, you know, one being not very important, 10 being very important. Why, why is it important? Why do you want to change? Okay. It's all those sort of questions. It's understanding, you know, the difference between their limiting beliefs. What have you tried in the past to solve your problems? What has brought you to doing this now? Is this your last hope? Is there other things going on? You know, what are you hoping to achieve from this? It's testing their sense of urgency. You know, how serious are you about overcoming these issues? It's summarizing quality. So based on what you're telling me, I think that we are a perfect fit for each other or that we're not. And here's how I can help you. And then from there, we create something called tasking or creating an ordeal. So it's so they've got skin in the game. Yes, they're paying for a service, but you need to make sure they're 100% committed. So for me, if I had a quit smoker, for instance, I'd go through this interview and I'd say, all right, so you're all good. I've demystified hypno. I've explained hypno. Now with this interview, we've gone through these things and you're telling me you really want to quit and it's life-threatening and it's super important. So here's what I need you to do to me. Before we go through the next part, I need you to go do A, B, C, and D. So it might be, I need you to go pick up 100 cigarette butts for me. And for a lot of people, that's really confronting. But again, I'm I'm testing to see how important this is. Because if someone's if it's super important for someone, like, yep, done. And they'll go do it there on the spot if they need to. Um, there'll be other things. I'll be asking them to write down how many cigarettes they have, what they were thinking, feeling as they were having those cigarettes. And before they have it, can they stop and just wait for five minutes before they then smoke? Things like that. And then I'd be getting them to message me that each day until we actually went through the therapy session. I should explain too, this can be broken up into two or three different sessions. But again, we're just going through the way it is right now. Okay. Then you start getting into the therapy side of things and you want to do some suggestibility tests. So there are a couple of tests uh, like the book and balloon, which is understanding that people will see a rise and fall of their arms. But again, you'll see that when you're at practitioner's training. There's the finger vice. Um, there's a sway test. Again, if you want to see any of these, you can go onto YouTube and type in hypnotherapy suggestibility tests and all these sort of things will come up so you have a bit of a better understanding of how they work. From after those suggestibility tests, you go into the therapy, go into the induction. So the induction is going to be when you start slowing down and talking like this and asking them to just focus on a spot on the wall and just relax and then we go into the induction side of things which actually brings them down into a state of hypnosis with induction you probably will want to do some deepeners to get them into a really really good level of relaxation and deep down to trance and from there you want to do convinces so convinces could be a stiff arm so their arm goes rock rock hard their arm goes stiff like there's a metal pole in there that they can't move it uh, you might want to do the convincer of them being able to open their eyes so things like that convinces to help them be convinced that they're in trance 
Now you can do this either waking with your eyes open or you can do this when they're right under as well. But again, it depends on how you want to go through things. Anyway, after the convinces is the therapy itself. And the therapy itself can be done on a few different ways. It could be done via metaphors. So like you're telling a story which has an underlining metaphor there. I'm sure you all know what a metaphor is. Or you can be an authoritarian and be very direct. Personally, I like to do uh, a mixture of both because I like to cover both levels. But again, different people have different experiences and different people have different ways of doing things that work for them best. But this is just me we're talking about. And again, that's going through. So we've done one, demystify hypnosis. Two, explain hypnosis. Three, we've done the interview. Four, we've done the suggestibility tests. Five, we've done the induction. And six, we've gone through some convinces. Okay, from there, we've gone to seven. We've done the therapy. Now, here's where I've changed what I do a little bit to what other people do a little bit. Okay, so from here, usually number eight is bring them back out of trance. So you've done the therapy, bring them back out of trance. But for me, number eight, I use number eight and I put post-hypnotic suggestions in. For instance, every time you see the color red, the color red, the color red, every time you see the color red, either consciously or unconsciously, every suggestion you have been given here in this therapy will strengthen and become more, more profound within your unconscious mind. Every time you see the color red, that you will be reminded that either consciously or unconsciously that you no longer want to smoke or you want to lose weight and it'll do nothing but strengthen the bond between you and the connection that you have done through these suggestibility tests or whatever else it may be. Okay. So I use that as eight. I use those post-hypnotic suggestions in eight. And then nine, that's where I bring them up out of the here and now. Okay? And it's really, it's it's literally that simple. It's, if you follow steps one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, then nine, that's everything. From there, obviously, you do you can do a, you can do follow-up sessions and you can put some more tasking in there, but that is the nuts and bolts of what people need to understand for the two-day practitioner course and the Kranzler met the Kranzler method itself is so ridiculously easy, and that's how you can have people out there who are very very competent as a hypnotherapist within a weekend course. Because it's a set, true, tried method that's been around for the last, well, what? It was 1964, I think, is when he started doing this. And so 64, 70, 80, 90, 200. For over 50 years, that works. So to me, I look at that and think, well, great. And what I love about this is understanding is not only are you teaching people how to help themselves, but you're giving them the tools and resources needed for them to be able to help other people. And I look at that as paying it for. So, yep, if I give therapy to one person, that's amazing. But then if I teach that person how to then help multiple people, that's how you create that utopian society. Anyway, guys, that's the Kranzler method. That's what people will be learning in the two-day hypno certification with me. And if you have any questions, please feel 
free to just bring them forward, ask away. Um, I've got a few more hypnosessions that will be coming up for other people soon. I, through the podcast, we're going to be doing some anxiety, some weight loss, and some other bits and pieces, which they will be coming up very, very shortly. And yeah, again, if you have any questions, please reach out on Facebook or Instagram, just Progressive Hypnotherapy with Phil Hedges, or you can just find me on either of them as Phil Hedges. Again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, and if you have any questions, please reach out. And students, make sure you listen to this two or three times at least before you get to the practitioner's course. This is very, very important, the nuts and bolts of the entire thing. But we will be going through some more stuff very, very shortly. And again, please reach out if you have anything. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate it. I hope you all have a fantastic day, night, evening, or whatever it is for you. And just remember, you guys are absolutely awesome. Talk soon. Bye.